Chats from the Blog Cabin. Your favorite podcast is here. So y'all, here's another in our Sunday Inspirational Series. And today is another solo one. It's about being still. And it actually goes with a blog post I wrote back last fall or so about being still and about listening to God's purpose for your life. But I thought it was appropriate to share today. So here we go. And of course, I'm adding my thoughts in as I read this blog post to you. Um, So if you want to check out the original blog post, I will link it in the show notes. But here we go. Be still. Am I embracing God's purpose or my own? That question is very thought-provoking, isn't it? When we think about it, honestly, most of the time we don't embrace God's purpose for our life. We think we know what God wants us to do with our lives, but we aren't sure. And then things happen that God shows us that maybe what we thought was not the right purpose. So continuing on, that question is very thought-provoking, isn't it? Like I said. But when I saw that question in the Bible study I'm doing with Proverbs 31, it made me stop and ponder it deeply. Am I embracing his purpose or am I embracing my own? In the past, if you had asked me, I would say my own because I let fear and anxiety rule me for too long. And folks, if you have any type of fear or anxiety in your life, let it go. I've been a lot, spending a lot of time in Matthew 6 where they talk about fear and anxiety just rules you and that you, why worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is not guaranteed. And you're losing out what's happening in the present day. If you're worried about your past and you're worried about your future, you're not focusing on what and being present in the moment. And then you miss out on so many amazing things when you're not present in the moment. I've been bullied and I didn't really know where I fit into this thing called life. But over the past few weeks, I'm sitting and I'm listening. Sometimes the best thing that we can do is to listen and be still. And as I continue in this blog post, it says, listening to what you may ask, the stillness. Do you know that you can appreciate God more when you sit still than you can when you're busy? Silly me. Of course you know that. How many of us read, be still as the Bible commands us in Psalms 46.10? How many of us are still? How many of us take the time to sit still and just listen to what God is telling us? How many times have we just gone outside and sat in nature and just said okay god i'm yours right now i'm not thinking about anything else i'm just focusing on my five senses your sense of smell taste hear taste hear smell um sight and feel the texture how many times have you done that I know I'm guilty of letting go and letting God only to then grab my burdens back up from him as if I was a toddler not wanting to share the load. And y'all, that toddler comes out and toddler tantrums. When I get overwhelmed and I just have so much going on that I just feel like I cannot do anymore and I get a full-blown temper tantrum. Just this past week, I really um, didn't know how to address an issue. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I prayed on it. And I was like, you know what? I The answer is no. As hard as it was for me as a, as a two to say no, because I'm an Enneagram two, I knew it was the right thing for me to do to say no. Because at this point in time, I have to set priorities. And sometimes the priorities don't align with things that I used to enjoy or things that I still enjoy. But 
I can't devote full time to it. So I had to say no after praying. And luckily, when I said no to this friend, she completely understood. She was like, and I did it in such a way as it wasn't addictive, like, oh, well, you don't have time for me or anything like that. It was like, I don't think I have the mental or physical capacity to be there like that for you, like I have in the past. And it was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulder and we're making plans to eat lunch this week. Um, it was a situation where I would have worked for her again. Um, so you can read into that, whatever. But she was very gracious and she totally understood and she agreed that we have to set priorities in our life. And sometimes the priorities are not what they used to be in the past. So that's very important. So let me continue on. We're talking about being anger and picking up the load after God has given it to God and said, okay, God, here it is. You have it. You have this load. Take it from me. And then five minutes later, day later, a week later, you're like, you're thinking about it again. And you're pulling it back from God and saying, God, you didn't handle it. Let me handle it on my own. Y'all folks, that is the worst thing we can do is to take that load back from God. Because not only does it add the burden back on us, it just makes us feel even more like a failure. And I've been struggling a lot lately with trying to find my way, my path in this world, trying not to be a people pleaser. Like I said, I'm an Enneagram too. So it's the helper, the giver, um, wants to be loved and accepted by others and feels like they have to go out of their way to do all that stuff. Well, folks, you don't have to do all that. You only have to do what God has convicted you to do in your soul and in your mind, in your heart. Today I read in the Bible verse, and I forget exactly which Bible verse it was, but it was about Dorcas and or Tabitha, and I think it was in Acts, where they were writing about how she was like, they read about how kind she was, how she gave things to charity, and then she died. And in that particular devotional I saw where it says, don't you want your life to be like that? Don't you want people to write after you're gone about the legacy that you've left? Not about, oh, she had X amount of dollars in the bank. Or, oh, she had so many thousands of friends on Facebook or Instagrams. Or, or like, all her posts get over 100 likes on, on Instagram or Facebook. No, you want to be remembered for who the person that you were and how you affected and it changed the people that are, you come in contact with. And I will put in the show notes the exact verse because I cannot remember, but it is an axe. And that really stopped me in my thought and made me stop and say, you know what? I had avoid, I had been avoiding typing that text out. And so I typed it out, felt God holding me in his arms as he said, your priority right now is not where you need to be. This is not where you need to be at this season in your life. You need to focus more on this, this, and this, and not on what you're giving to others because your cup has been so empty for so long and as you remember on the episode with erica Berger, she talked about you have to pour from a full cup you can't pull pour from an empty cup because if you pour from an empty cup folks you're just going to get more drained and more so you have to spend time in pouring your cup filling your cup up for you to help others and I did a lot of that in the last couple of weeks. I Last weekend, I took the whole weekend off and I said, okay, I am going to do self-care. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, Frugal Mom, you will see that my self-care was about having a manicure. Um, my daughter, who's an incredible nail artist, um, she's 19 years old. She loves to do nails. 
I said, hey, come do my nails. And she was waiting for me to do it. And so we did my nails. I did a face mask. I did a, a, a hair mask. I took a shower and just soaked and just stayed in there as long as I possibly could. I read a book. I did committed to do no more work on the weekends. And then during this time also, I said, you know what? I cleaned my office because my office needed cleaning. It needed washing. You know how you need to do, when you get the movements, I committed to doing daily movement um, with um, <coughs> Teddy Mellencamp, um, go all in. I'm committed to doing 30 minutes of cardio every day. Sometimes it's hard because right now, if you've noticed, I've coughed a couple of times during this episode. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm struggling with bronchitis. So it's hard for me a lot of times to, to get all the exercise without stirring up a lot of that gunk. But I also set up on my, I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you, some goals for this month, uh, my September goals. And my September goals actually started last Wednesday because last Wednesday was the last official podcast recording I'd have for the next two weeks. I always schedule out the very first week of the month to not have any recordings to catch up on some of the people that are past recordings. But I also decided I was going to not only talk about my professional goals, but my personal goals. So, like I said, last Wednesday was um, my start of my new month, even though we weren't in the new month yet, and I had made my goals. One of the goals was going three times to the quarter. I've already been one time. I have two more trips this this month to get to the water because the water calms my soul. Weekend work. No weekend work. This is the second weekend in a row I've done no weekend work. And then for my relationships, because that is one of my core values, I wrote four meetups with four different friends. Because sometimes we get stuck in being with the same friends over and over and over again. And we cultivate that one friendship and then we forget about the other friendships. So I've already had one meetup with a friend um, last week. I dropped everything and went to eat with my friend Donna. Um, she was on the episode Kicking It With Keita. Um, And she, her and I had dinner together after not seeing each other for almost the whole summer. I have a lunch scheduled this week for the same friend that I was talking about earlier. And as well as, you know, trying to find some other times for two other friends this month. So four different meetups with friends. Make yourself personal goals as well as professional goals when you're looking at your month and when you're trying to plan your month out. I will tell you that it helps your peace of mind when things do arrive. Looking back at this particular blog post, I'm going back to it now. He said, these past few weeks have been extremely heavy for me, from financial troubles to family problems, but sometimes I feel like I just want to sit in the corner and cry. But then I remember those words, be still and know that I am God. Honestly, folks, when you sit and be still and know that God has got you and God has has you in his hand and his palms and he is holding you even though you can't feel like he's holding you he is holding you in his hands you, a sense of peace comes on as you may recall in the episode with madison she talked about in philippians the peace that surpasses all else y'all it's it's the most amazing thing when you feel like okay well calmly talking about your problems instead of reacting to react Calmly stating how you feel and say, okay, this is how I feel. I'm going to let go and let you figure it out. Because being a mom to three adult girls is an amazing experience. 
And it's also an experience where when something happens to them, you want to pick them up. You want to hold them like your babies because they are still your babies. And you can't because you have to let them be an adult and figure things out for themselves. So the best thing I found is basically just state how you feel and then let it go. Say, okay, I don't like X, Y, and Z situation. This is how I feel about it. I'm going to state it one time and I'm going to let you figure it out. Because folks, the more you harp on adult children and tell them you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, you should do that, the more they're going to resist. Case in point, when I was pregnant with my youngest daughter, Gracie, my mom, I love my mom to death, but my mom and I do not have the best relationship at all. But my mom had said, that, oh, you need to name your daughter another M because I have Maddie and Michaela and my, my sister has two boys names M and I was like nope not gonna do it because you told me to do it we had already picked out a name Sophia Lourdes for Gracie and my mom says oh well you can name Vanessa then that name went out the door because I didn't want to be told what I had to name my child it was my choice it was my decision what my child's name is going to be and I really originally liked Isabella Grace, but one of my husband's nephews made a joke and called her Chabella. And I was like, nope, there goes that out the door. So it became Graciela. Gracie for short. So, like I said in the adult, I know I'm rambling a lot with this, but it, it has a point. Is when you sit there and you're still and you just let God tell you and God show you things. <coughs> And honestly, opening yourself up to others <coughs> is a hard thing to do. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be out here. It's hard sometimes for me to come on and do these podcasts with you and to come on and chat with people that I have not even met. I have had these people on this, three-fourths of these people on this podcast I have not met before I interview them. And it's like, boom, 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 I'm interviewing them. I know very little about them. And if you notice, we get in deep sometimes in these conversations. That's God. That is all God. Because each time before I come on, I ask him, silently pray, God, you've got this. You know where this is going to lead. Do I get anxious? Do I get nervous? Sure. Are there days where like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm doing this? Sure. But I have to let God show me. I have to let God open those doors. Because opening yourself, like I said, and being vulnerable to others is hard. Especially when, if you're a two, like I am, I keep saying I'm a two. I'm going to have an Enneagram expert on. I'm, I'm searching for one right now. Opening yourself up for fear of being rejected is hard for a two. The two's main things are a giver. They're a helper. They want to be loved. They want to be supported. They want to feel appreciated. And when you're vulnerable and you say, or you say no, there's that fear of rejection coming back and saying, oh, well, you told me no. Well, guess what? I'm going to do no again. I'm not going to like you anymore. Or I, I can't believe you said that. And that rejection comes hard. So sometimes when you open your doors, you lay down the burdens and you help other people share in your burdens. 
so that God did not create us to be in a community by ourselves. God created us to be in a community together. He didn't mean for us to be alone because if he had meant for us to be alone, he wouldn't have said, Adam, alone, let me make Eve. Honestly, folks, think about it. God meant for us to be in a community. Sometimes your community can, at certain seasons in your life, can be very small community. Sometimes, in seasons of life, it could be a huge community. I have a great community here and in, in listeners here that are committed to every week listening to these podcast episodes. And I hope you don't mind the, the single ones, but I feel like sometimes God lays it on my heart to come on and do a Sunday inspirational by myself. So continuing on with a blog post, it says, as I was doing my study this morning, I was directed to Psalms 139, and I was reading my eyes filled with tears. Those were the words I needed that morning. Those words that were not only a praise, but words that showed me that I'm worthy of all that has been put forth in my life. Am I going to stumble and trip? Probably, because folks, I am a kind of a klutz, but I know that God's there and God's got my back. And he'll be there in my daily walks, even when I don't remember to be still. He's still next to me. He is next to you right now. He is telling you he has got this. You just need to give it to him. And I will say, I am actually guilty of taking it back up from him. The best I can do now is to hand it over to him. When I first started this journey of blogging and now hosting my own show, Chats in the Blog Cabin, as you're listening to I prayed that God would show me signs and I was doing what he wanted me to do. And y'all, when I spent time in my, in his creation on my daily walks, which I need to get back into, but it's been so hot in North Carolina that I've not been able to do it. But I've been adding bike rides and yogas and just being still and meditating and listening and doing devotionals. He has shown up big time. He has shown up. Shown up in ways that I would never have even imagined. In North Carolina, possums are huge. Possums are, you see possums all the time. Well, one particular morning, possums are nocturnal animals. That means they come out at night. One particular morning last year during my walk with my friend Donna, we kept seeing this thing coming across our walkway up ahead. We're like, what the heck is going on? We thought maybe it was a rat or a mouse or something because it was really scurrying. And we, as we got up closer, we looked over it because it was by that time in the in the bushes, in the brush. We looked over and there was a model possum with her babies hanging on for dear life. Y'all, you don't see possums out normally in the, in the summer, in the morning. They're night animals. They like to come out at night. That's why you see so many dead possums in the road. But y'all, that was so beautiful. And that reminded me of how God is that model possum. And we're just hanging on for dear life. Another particular thing that God has shown up was a couple weeks ago. I was actually, won't get into it, but I was very upset. And I said, screw life. I'm coming out and I'm going to sit. I'm going to stay outside all night. I'm just going to soak in nighttime, be out. Sitting in my, actually I was sitting, I was laying on the deck of the block cabin just watching TV, laying down, you know, I had the laptop and I was just listening and not really listening to God, but listening to, to, I was watching Dallas. I am a huge Dallas fan and I've been watching the reruns on Amazon prime. And 
as I was listening and watching, I saw something scurry behind my husband's truck. I didn't think anything about it. I was like, okay, well, it's a dog. It's a, it's a stray dog. So, you know, so a little while later, it's about two or three in the morning. I mean, I was still out there. I was, I had not gone to sleep yet. Good thing I hadn't. My trusty orange cat, Traviesa, was right there with me. And I was sitting in the, I have a hammock swing. Like, it's a canvas. It's really, it's really pretty. Um, it was sitting there and my, I was sitting in the swing and I looked over and y'all, a coyote was 50 feet from my blog cabin steps, a coyote. I went inside and did not stop shaking for 20 minutes. If God hadn't been there holding me in his hands, then I don't know what I would have done. So that's how I know he's showing up. So I know that I was, I'm on the right path at the beginning of the summer and now reevaluating some of the things that I put into place and some of the people that I share my inner circle with. Some people you'll see when you share and you're vulnerable will show up big time for you, be right there for you. And then some of them will show their rear ends big time. And that's when you realize, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time to let that relationship go, at least for this season. So, if you're at a crossroads like I was, if you're marinating on the question from the start of the post, am I embracing God's purpose or my own? The most important thing I can tell you, going back to Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I want to close out this with a quick prayer. So pray with me. Dear God, thank you so much for the people that are listening to this podcast. And I pray that this particular episode reaches in the hearts of those that really need it. And I pray that you allow them to know that it's okay to be still. It's okay in the business of this world to take time for themselves to be still and to know that you are God, that you've got their back and that you are there willing to pick up their burdens whenever they want you to. They just need to hand it over to you. God, I thank you for your protection. And I pray for this country and for this world as we're going through such a strife time right now. And most importantly, God, I pray that you hold my listeners and and people that are coming in contact with this podcast in your hand, in your, in your arms, God, and give them the hug and gentleness that they need. And I pray that you're with me always and guide me. And guide them as well on their daily journey. And show up for them, God. Show them who you are. Thank you, Lord, for everything you do for us. And in your name I pray. Amen. See you next time on the next Sunday Inspiration Series. Be blessed. And most importantly, keep chatting. And be still. And know that I am God. Psalms 4610. Love you, friends. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode.